to journaling. Today is Tuesday, May 26th. You'll probably hear background noise because I have my bedroom window open and there's just different noises throughout the evening. Um, Well, evening, night, um, whatever you may want to call it. It's almost nine o'clock in the evening. So you hear the crickets, the birds, and dogs. And yes, you hear birds at night, and you'll hear the frogs and toads making their noises, evening noises. It can be peaceful, especially when you're laying in bed or sitting by the window and listening to all those noises. I also have my bedroom fan on just to ensure that there's a breeze coming through and um, circulating in the room Um, so just to keep it normal natural unfiltered and raw there's no um, real purpose to try to be um, perfect because nobody's perfect there's no perfection so um, if you are listening and want to hear about my journal then come aboard it's a different type of way to journal i do journal in writing daily it helps me to release my thoughts and have a better version of myself and help me be more at peace and be calm with my thoughts everybody has their own thoughts and their own visions in their head And sometimes um, thoughts can get cluttered in your head with everything that goes on in your day-to-day life. Um, It could be anything with work, your home life, your personal life, your love life. So it just really depends. Um, I can't really pinpoint what my thoughts are right now. Um, I'm thankful that I'm working. Um, I can't complain about that because many have been affected with this pandemic, this coronavirus. There have been many people that have been affected and they're not currently employed or their hours have been cut. Um, Many different aspects. So that could be stressful and leads to a lot of hesitation um, in your head and wondering where's my next paycheck going to come from? How am I going to pay for my utilities? How am I going to pay for a mortgage? How am I going to pay for rent? How am I going to pay for my car loan? And things like that. Um, It also puts to test families. It puts to test, it puts relationships to test. Um, Especially if you're not accustomed to being with your partner day in and day out and staying home it can really impact a relationship Um, so many many different things with um, this pandemic and um, what's going on I'm thankful that um, I am okay I'm happy I'm grateful and I don't just say it just to say it but I know that I'm happy I see it in my face I see it in my thoughts, well, I don't see it in my thoughts. I, you know, I know in my thoughts, um, when I look at myself and I have a natural glow, it's because I'm happy. 
and I'm grateful for everything that I have up to this point in my life. My life isn't perfect by, you know, any means. And nobody's life is perfect. You know, the sense of perfection is not there. It's not real. But if you have structure, you have organization, it makes a difference. A difference. And I'm a person that thrives on structure. I don't like disorderly um, situations. I don't like um, disorder. I need to have structure. I need to have, I guess, perfection. And not perfection in a sense like everything has to be for perfect. But there has to be a rhyme and a reason to things and situations. And I thrive well in structure. Um, when there's chaos, it really throws me off. I'm off off key and off balance um, I guess that's the Libra in me I'm very well balanced and I've always identified with that you know I have a good balance of happiness and a good balance of um, not per se unhappiness I guess you know um, I know when to be angry and when not to be angry so most of the time my balance is leaning more towards happiness than being upset <clears throat> and that's a good um, identifi- identifier about me is that I'm happy. Um, I can say 98% of the time and there's 2% where I'm not happy. And um, if I get upset, believe me, I get upset. I, I'm, I tend to take a lot. I take in a lot. And then when I get to the point where like, okay, that's enough you're mistaking my kindness as a sign of weakness, then I get upset and I can get very upset. And I I can admit it, I'm human. I get upset, I don't wanna be taken advantage of. I'm not nobody's fool. And just because I overlook it or I pretend not to acknowledge it, it doesn't mean that I don't notice it. I have a very good intuition and when my intuition is nudging at me I'm usually correct and I either analyze the situation is it going to be beneficial is it going to change is it worth it is it worth my time and effort and that's the things that I look at is it worth my time and effort to invest in that situation and sometimes I have invested time and effort where I've given a reaction to a situation And did it make it any better? No, it it sure didn't. You know, I was the one that looked like a fool because I reacted to somebody else's thoughts about me or words about me. And it's a big lesson learned. Believe me, I've learned and adapted to like, okay, not every situation requires a reaction. What's the purpose to react? You're going to make that other person feel like they've jolted you. They've got got to, you know, um, your well-being. They've, you know, upset your peace. No, it's not worth it. I like to be in peace and I like to be happy and I'm grateful. And not just because it's a trend to be happy and grateful and things like that. I am so grateful. I am so giving. And in return, I've had many, many, you know, um, pluses because of the person that I am and, you know, what I do, not thinking of what 
to expect in return. If I give something, I'm not expecting something in return. I'm doing it from the bottom of my heart because it's my calling. It's what I feel. And it doesn't matter if I, you know, go and donate um, clothing, donate shoes. If I pick up something at the store because I see it, I'm like, oh, you know, um, my sister, my niece, my mom, my dad, you know, a friend might like this. That's what I do. And it's not because I'm looking to be, you know, um, honored or um, looking for recognition. It's because I see it and I'm like, oh, you know, this is cool. And, you know, so-and-so would like it. And that's what I do. That's my nature. Um, And in return, I have so much. I Right now, I'm at the point in my life where I'm 48 years old and I'm at a pathway, at a roadblock, where like, okay, which direction do I want to go in? I'm at the yield section. Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I keep going forward? Where do I want to be? Um, so this year, when, you know, 2020 came, you know, into the new year, I decided, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I, I set goals. But then the coronavirus really kind of upturned those goals into what I wanted to do. So now I'm, you know, at a point where I need to regroup. You know, what do I want to do in the next six months? What do I want to accomplish? And, you know, I set those goals down and I put them in writing so I could look at them and evaluate them and know that I have something that I'm looking forward to. I have a plan and I have to execute it. So um, with us, you know, easing out of this, you know, coronavirus and pandemic, I am like, okay, now you could start planning. It's not going to be what you originally wanted, you know, but there's always a reason as to why things happen. So at this point in time, I'm like, okay, um, I want to eventually start looking for a different place to live. Um, I currently stay in my parents' home. I have a roof over my head. I have my tiny room, big living. You can imagine, you know, I have anything and everything that I need and I want. And it's perfect. It's my own little sanctuary, my own little hideaway. Um... All it's missing is a kitchen and a little living room. But really, you know, I have a little space where I can sit and look out the window and see the lights, um, look at the stars and just relax. Or, if you know, it's a sunny day. I can sit in the sun. I can watch the sunrise come in and it's perfect. I don't have my home per se as I used to have a home. I used to live in a um, town home that was three bedrooms, two and a half bath, 1,400 square foot in a gated community. And when the um, point came where I'm like, okay, I have to move. And I, at that time I had a plan. Okay, I'm gonna, you know, get to California and then, you know, figure out a plan, you know, move, 
you know, stay temporarily until I get myself situated and know what I want to do. So when it came to the point where I was going to look for a place, I couldn't justify paying $1,800 for a one bedroom, 700 square feet that I would only sleep in because I spend a lot of time with my family. Um, So why was I going to give $1,800 of my hard-earned money to just sleep in a place when I can contribute um, here, contribute that money, and have my own place and still be here with my family? So that's the decision I made. And at first I felt shamed because I was like, wow, you know, I'm a woman over 40. I'm coming back and, you know, living in my parents' home. Um, I, I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed. But then as time progressed, I'm like, no, this is God's plan. This is his plan of um, where I needed to be, you know, losing my brother and um, helping my parents through the healing process. And we're still healing. Um, you never really heal completely. But it, it's been a big blessing for all of us. And, you know, going on two years, I'm now ready, you know, to say, okay, I want to find a place. So I don't want to rent. I want to have my own place. And I, you know, I have an idea of what I want, but I I haven't started the process. I don't need a home, like a big home, um, because it's just myself. I just need a condominium or a townhome, anything that's two bedrooms, you know, two baths, two bedrooms, one bath. I'm happy with that. And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. I don't need a yard because really, what am I going to be doing? Mowing a lawn or hiring a gardener, you know, an extra expense? No, I just need my own little place to call my own to be able to go home and say, okay, I'm paying you know, a monthly mortgage, and this is mine. Eventually, it it will be mine. And that's where I'm at at this point in life. And things, you know, with the pandemic, with the coronavirus, really put that plan into action. And I wasn't, you know, thinking that this year would be the year where I would start looking. I had other, you know, thoughts of what I wanted to do, other goals of what I wanted to do. Um, but then with this happening, it changed, you know, my direction, my path, um, and what I wanted to do for myself. So at this point now, I'm just like, okay, you know that you want to find, uh, your own home, your own place. Now sit down, find a lender, find a realtor, find a location, and you know, evaluate, you know, your income against, you know, what you're looking for and really buckle down on, um, impulsive buying and things like that. I really, you know, anything that I see or that I'm like, okay, I like this. I just, you know, I buy it. I plan for it. I save for it, you know, but, um, when you want to look for a home you can't be doing impulsive buys. Um, I, you know, recently purchased a car and not because I I needed to make a big purchase, but my car 
had um, that I had paid for had the um, what is it called the motor light turn on and that was going to be a costly repair I'm like okay well it's time to you know go in and you know bite the bullet and look for a new car so when I you know made the decision to go out and buy a new car uh, I just went to look and it wasn't anything that I had planned or even looked at cars or even, you know, the same type of model, not the same type of model, but the same type of um, company. So I went in there and um, I, I feel proud of myself because I had negotiated what I wanted, what I was looking for, and I wasn't going to settle for um, the haggling between the sales manager and the finance manager and the um, consultant that helps you. Um, and I feel bad for the gentleman that helped me because I said, this is what I want. This is what I need. And if you can't meet what I'm looking for, I don't need to have a car. I can walk out comfortably, you know, without a new car. So, um, it was a, I could say it was the best experience ever because I stood firm as a woman Um, as a single woman and making, you know, a purchase with what I was looking for. I didn't want to pay a car for six or seven years. I didn't want a high percentage rate. You know, I knew what I had um, for a down payment, my car that was um, paid for in addition to um, additional money that they asked for. Um, So, you know, with me standing my ground and knowing um, not knowing, but being prepared for questions and knowing my credit score and knowing that I wanted to um, be at a low percentage rate and only be in a tight into a loan for five years, um, it all worked out. And I guess it, it worked out because it was in God's plan for me to have a different vehicle and goal to what, you know, um, what was happening with my other vehicle and I can you know say that that was the best transaction ever in um, buying a car financing a car because I've you know financed other cars and it, it you know the the long hours being there all day and not meeting what you're looking for and I've made some purchases you know that were you know in the past that were like really Veronica you didn't, you know, um, take time to evaluate. And now, you know, I, I prepared, I did my homework. Um, I wasn't going to be tied into a six year or seven year car, um, payment because there was no point to it. I got what I wanted. Um, it wasn't a brand new car with zero miles, but I got what I liked, what drew, you know, to my attention, what caught my eye and I'm happy with it. Um, it's not a SUV, it's not a car, it's just the, you know, what is right for me. So, you know, um, now I'm like, okay, I have a car, have a car payment, let's, you know, at least get in six months of payments before you start looking um, into finding a lender to approve you, get you approved for a loan so you know 
um, what what can you buy? What are you know you approved for? I always want to live within my means, within my budget. I don't want to live over my means. There's no purpose to that. Material things come and go, and I've never been a person that's materialistic. Um, whatever I like, I buy it. I don't expect anybody else to buy it. So you know, um, whatever I purchase, it's going to be within my means, and then. That way, I'll be happy and, you know, I'll have what I need. And I can buy, you know, my furniture and be happy. I have many um, things that I, I already can, you know, um, put in my home. But, you know, um, I don't have, you know, furniture that I'll need and furniture that um, can be pricey at times. So that's why I say I want to be within my means, live within my means, and comfortable and happy. Um, So that's where my destination is, you know, for 2020, ending in 2000, through December of 2020. I hope that um, my goal is to be in my new place by the end of the year. And if it doesn't happen by the end of the year, it's going to happen when the timing is right. And that's the way I look at it. Everything has to fall into place. You can't just do it because you feel impulsive. Everything has to fall into place. And that's what I'm looking at um, for myself. And, you know, um, many different things, many aspects in my life. I've let go of past hurts. And once I let go, it was like a weight was lifted off of me. I tend to overthink and overprocess and wonder, okay, why am I holding on to this? And I've learned the ability to let go and understand that, okay, what was yesterday is no longer today. And what is tomorrow? We don't know. So many a times, you know, yesterdays I'd, you know, take a look back and, you know, wonder what could I have done different? Why did this happen? But somebody told me one time and I listened to her when she said it, but I wasn't really listening because I didn't want to hear what she had to say. She said, Veronica, don't look back. That is in the past. And I was like, why are you telling me this? Why are you saying this to me? I want to look back. But until I learned to not look back, that's when I started progressing. That's when I started seeing different things, really being open to what's in front of me today, not looking back at yesterday, and not um, anticipating what's for tomorrow. And her words were so important at that time that I was like, no, why are you telling me this? I want you to tell me something different. I want you to say, yes, look back, you know, hold expectations. But no, there was no expectations to be held and there was no purpose or reason to look back. Once I understood this, I let go. And once I said, thank you, for that decision 
a weight was lifted off of me. And now I, you know, I live for today. And some days can be challenging because you start to get into your head. You start to think. You start to wonder. But then I'm like, okay, take a moment. It's not what you think. You can't just assume. You just have to be in the moment. And if it's meant for you, it will be. And if it's not, okay. And that's, you know, how I've um, come to terms each day. If it's meant for me, great. If it's not meant for me, then I ask God, take it out of my life. If it's not your will, if it's not meant for me, I'm okay with you removing it from my life. And once I've acknowledged that and accepted it, it has been a game changer. It's made my day-to-day living different. I'm happy. I'm not expecting anything. I make my own happiness. I choose my happiness. Another person's not going to make me happy. I have to make myself happy. I can't change a person. I can change myself. And I've learned this, that happiness comes from within. If I'm happy, I'm going to radiate happiness and those around me are going to be happy and show me happiness as well. If I'm upset, there's no purpose to show this to others because it's not their fault. It's not their problem. Yes, I'm upset sometimes and I cry and I um, share some of my feelings, but I tend to internalize a lot of my thoughts and feelings and work through them on my own. There's no better person than yourself to work on them. And, And I do this. And it's made a difference. And it's enhanced, you know, my mood. It's making me a better person. You know, I I feel that I'm a good person. I'm very giving. I'm very affectionate. I'm very loving. I'm very emotional. um, And I show my feelings. And that can be um, draining at times. It drains your energy. I've been in situations where I give so much of myself that it drains me. And I've realized that I'm like, okay, you're drained. Your battery is drained. You have to step away and not give so much energy, not give so much of yourself. And I've learned this, that I have to take time to recharge, to understand, and know that only I can make a difference for I, for myself. Nobody is going to make a difference for me. And at this point in my life, whoever is going to be in my life is going to, you know, provide a a sense of um, positivity. I don't need somebody to um, be a negative Nancy, a Debbie Downer, or anything like that, you know. um, So I have to evaluate those around me and say, okay, does this person bring joy to my life? Does this person bring me down? And I am learning each with each day that comes, I am learning and becoming a better version of myself. 
I mean, I'm a, a good version. I, I, I say that I'm like 22 karat gold. <laughs> and that's just being sarcastic and um, looking at myself like, yeah, I'm worthy. I'm worth 22 karat gold. So um, that makes me laugh internally, but it really boosts my mood. And I, you know, I always want to be a better version than I was yesterday. And maybe, you know, today I may not be that great. But you know what? Once the day ends and tomorrow arises, tomorrow's another day, I have an opportunity to keep working at being a better version of myself. So with that being said, I want to say good night. Thank you for listening to my um, journal, and I hope that you have a great day, a great evening, and take one thing with you. Always try to be a better version of yourself. Nobody can change you. You can't change another person, but you can certainly be a better version of yourself so that when you present yourself to others, they can see that light in you. And I think, you know, I'm happy because I internalize my happiness so it can show on the outside and I can have that glow. And I do have that glow, I see it. And nobody has given me that glow but myself. So thanks for listening. This is Veronica, and we'll talk to you soon.